welcome back to Mambo number one. <laughs> the Lost Tapes. This isn't a list of women. This is a list of likes and dislikes so as to get a woman four numbers down the line. Yeah. See, he, he actually had a five-point plan. Yeah. Um, Mambo, Mambo the first. <laughs> Mambo the first was his likes and dislikes. Mm. Mambo the second was he assessed his own strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Mambo the third was his Google calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mambo the fourth was scoping out potential areas and acceptable places for a date. Mm. And then Mambo four is too hot for TV. It's just the actual act of... Making the connection. Yeah. Yeah. And then five, just cataloging the women. God damn. It, yeah. it worked. It paid off. Yeah. It, it's a big list. Enough women to populate a song. As Lou Bega... Have you seen Lou Bega? I don't think I ever want to see Lou Bega. He kind of looks... What you'd imagine look like. He's got like a little pencil moustache and wears a white suit and... Mm. He is covered in Rita and Tina. He's near a saxophone. He wears them like a mech suit. <laughs> He has a Gundam of women there's nothing, that he just climbs into. There's nothing... I've been saying this for years. There's nothing sexual about Mambo Number no. 5. Are you, <laughs> wait, are you saying Mambo Number no. 5 is a precursor to Mighty Number no. 9? <laughs> yes, Mambo Number no. 5 is he meets all these women, and 6 through 8 is how can I engineer these women into how, a battle suit? How, yeah. yeah. All good sequels to songs are weaponizing your romantic intentions. Yeah. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. And we're, we're not actually member number one. That was just history class. We're First World Solutions. We're here to solve up your little problems from that there internet and make your life just that little bit sweeter. Uh, who'd like to kick us off today? Yes. Wow, we're just not messing around today, huh? No, we're, we're going, going straight in. Right, we've, we've listed the Mambos. What else is needed? <laughs> what else is there? I mean, we might as well wrap up now. Yeah, I've been Joel. Mambo. <laughs> Okay, so this comes to us from Miss RBF on Reddit. Thank you very much, Miss RBF, who says, I want to turn my heater on, but I don't like the smell it makes when you turn it on for the first time in months. Oh, the that dust. Is, I know the smell. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we all know the smell. Burned skin. Which, historically, not a great smell. No. No, all the way through to the Middle Ages, people were complaining that their space heaters stank. I really, yeah, space heaters, the old name given for pyres on which they used to burn witches... <laughs> in that there was a space designated where the witches would get heated. Mm. They love doing it. They love... Oh, man. Middle-aged people... Middle, not middle-aged people. Different. <laughs> middle, people what, from the Middle Ages. Pe- middle Ages may have been some middle-aged people. The age was lower there. But they loved burning a witch. They loved using their space heaters, but they did hate the smell. And mm. is this where the smell comes from? It's not actually something concrete that's happening when the, the dust is burning. Is it just the fact that from history... They want to pipe that smell in. It's memories. Yeah. And it's it, ancestral memory. And it's also, we burnt the one type of person who could cast a curse on us. It's penance we're now paying for burning all the witches back in the day. The witches have cast, in perpetuity, a curse on everyone that uses a space heater. Shit. But only if they haven't used it in a while. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. I mean, to be, well, witches have a lot to do. They can't mm. do it every time you fire it up. So they've, they've got to draw the line somewhere. Mm. Yeah. This makes so much sense. Yeah. So what you're looking for here is not so much a first world solution, but you're looking for a cursed world solution because that's what's happened to you and you're trying to find a way out of it. I'm not particularly well versed with curses. How do you typically free yourself from one of them? I mean, it depends what curse you've got, really. Mm. It depends who's doing it. Is it a ghoul? Is it a ghost? This time we've got bog standard covenant witches. Yeah. Yeah. But ghost witches. Ghost witches. So you're getting two. You're getting ghosts, you're getting witches. So you're not going to be able to reach out and touch them. 
Nope. They no. are ethereal ghost witches that live within your heater. Now, the obvious thought is to sanctify the heater, get a priest in, have them flick some holy water at it, chant some Latin, that'll be okay. Yeah. Wrong. Now the witches are out of the heater and they're just in your room. And then so they're going to make everything smell of burning exactly. witches. Exactly. Even pillows, burning witches. <laughs> Toothbrush, burning witches. Don't keep it in your bedroom. Diary, open it up, screaming witch comes out. No fun. Bad first date. Lou Vega would not have gotten through to Mamba number five if he'd had cursed witches living in his room. Mamba number six had a kind of subclause of absolutely no burning witches. Absolutely no burning <laughs> that witches. That was the coda at the end of the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so the best way is not exorcism. That won't okay. help you. So what does help us? Have you tried talking to them? No, I don't... When was the last time you saw a horror film that ended with the ghost witch is being dispelled by a good chap? Well, exactly. They always end badly because no one's ever tried to talk to them. Think about we it. We don't give them a chance. They, they always a, start screaming and running away. Like, hey, I got... <laughs> you think you've had a bad day? Come on. You know when people say, like, you're in, like, in the middle of an argument and it's getting a little bit heated and they say, calm down, and just immediately you're angry. Yeah, you're done. You're, you're incensed because they told you to calm down. I will not. So imagine being a witch, right? You come up, you're trying to have a chat, and then they say, don't murder me. <laughs> and you're like, I'm sorry, fucking like, what? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to murder you. Actually, oh, I'm going to murder you. I actually you don't know me. I wasn't going to, but you know what? Fuck you. If that's what you think, then yeah. fine. If that's what you expect of me, then here comes a murdering. Let me just grab my shrieking glasses. <laughs> I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Oh, you better not go anywhere. <laughs> when I come back, I'm going to murder you so good. So you're saying... Sit down and just have a conversation with the witches that live in your space heater. You set up a little tea party next to the space heater. So when they okay. come out, they come out shrieking and the smelling, you go, take a seat. Let's I, I really like that idea. You turn the heater on, you just hear like, oh, is that finger food? Just like as they come out and see what you've prepared you, for them. You've only gone and got cucumber sandwiches. I can't remember the last time I had a cuke sanger. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm sorry, a cuke yeah, sanger? We got a pause for a second. What? What? That is... Is that some middle-aged people terminology? <laughs> a sandwich is... Ye oldie cuke sanger. <laughs> Ye oldie cuke That's a perfectly acceptable way to describe a cucumber sandwich. I'm saving so much time. <laughs> as, as evidenced by the fact I'm now explaining myself in great detail. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, we lay out a plate of cuke sangers. <laughs> you lay out a plate of cuke sangers and all your woes will be gone. That, some cu- like cups of tea, uh, mm. some French fancies. Oh God, they fucking love French they, fancies. They go crazy for French fancies. It's still they're very exotic to them. Mm. Um, no oolong. Never, never. No oolong. <laughs> no oolong. No. Okay. <laughs> You've been hurt before, I can... I've been... <laughs> Don't say burned. You might be... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is a minefield, Is actually. there any way we can use the witch's latent burn powers for good like food preparation we can turn our coven of witches into an oven of witches well the thing is they're not heating things up they're just making the heat smell okay so they're kind of just smell ghosts yeah but think about it a big percentage of what you taste is smell yeah so if your food smells burnt you'd be like oh that's been cooked yeah okay if you were to get some food up next to your mouth and you could smell burning you'd be like oh i've cooked this food i've definitely cooked this but then we have we have like smoked ham and smoked cheese Mm. smoked salmon Mm. Smoke brie. Is that a thing? I mean, we said cheese, but... It's kind of cheese. <laughs> I don't think you can smoke brie. I think it would melt off the hook on the ceiling. Well, if it's just smell, though, maybe we're creating a new way of doing it. So, Wait, so dusted? Dusted brie. Well, you can have crumbed ham. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to have dusted <laughs> ham. Can you? Yeah. Okay. What is that? I think is you can like have crumbed anything if you just put crumbs on... 
Oh, the crumb. So the ham itself has not been crumbed. No. Okay. You've been crumbed. We invented crumbed ham a long time ago with the ham sawdust empire. Oh yeah. Yeah, that doesn't exist, Oscar. Stop! Stop thinking. Uh, this is real. If I keep look, it's manifestation. If I keep on thinking about it, eventually one of these eventually things is going to come to life. You're visualizing, yeah. So we're we're taking the witch's latent power of scent, mm. yeah, and trying to trying to encourage them to make different smells. Okay, yeah, because they understand the, how, yeah. but they, they're they're only doing it for bad right now. You could use them as like a diffuser. Mm. Oh yeah, get some chamomile out there. Get some lavender. Yeah, if you don't mind the like staying in this reed pot for a little while, mm. could you maybe just pump out some lime? Yeah, pump out that lime, and in return you'll get cute sangers every Sunday. Oh well, man! You can have a you can have a witch tea party every Sunday, and I'd... your heater can be on, and everyone can be warm. I can. I'll, I'll t- I take that deal. Mm. Yeah, I'm not even a witch, and I take that deal. I kind of want to be burned at the stake just to have that. So we're saying the solution here is extend an olive branch to the witches who have been burned before, but hopefully they'll let you have a chance. Yeah, I think so. I think show them some compassion, mm. and you'll get your space heater back. Yeah, you get what you give. Perfect. Fantastic. Beautiful. I have one here from Reddit, but I didn't save the name, so... So um, John says... I have one here from Mr. Reddit, who says, My backup camera was fogged up this morning, so I actually had to turn my head to see what was behind me, like some kind of 19th century stagecoach driver. Oh, okay, as in, like, I'm backing up in a car. Yeah. I thought you meant, like, I have a camera, but (laughs) I also have my backup camera. No, no, so this is a reversing camera. My mum has these on her car, and she is, like... She's reliant on it. Yeah. But the thing is, when they design the car to have this camera, because that solves the problem of having to turn your head, they make the back window really small. Right? It's so ridiculous. I, when I try and drive her car, I'm not used to this camera, so I'm going to do it old school. And I look out the back and I'm squinting out this pinhole out the back. And I, what do you do? I had exactly the same situation. I learned how to do it without any form of parking sensors or cameras mm. or anything. So getting into a car that has the shriek factor is just, I can't deal with it. They're just like, Beep. I can't. It puts me off and I never really know where I am. I just stall and freeze. Mm. Uh, See, the street factor I don't mind so much because at least it it comes on slowly. Our family method always used to be have a family member every corner of the car and when you get close, (laughs) they just slap it. (laughs) It just sounds like you've hit something. Yeah, very dented car. (laughs) Powerful kids. (laughs) But the... uh, So so what is your fix here, really? Because the backup camera's out Mm. You need but, a backup backup camera. Yeah, he kind of solved it himself. That's true. But you need a backup Because, yeah, if he's completely incapable of actually reversing without it anymore, if he's become reliant on it... Mm. You need to have you need to have something that you're able... You know, if, if all the power goes out in your house, you can use candles as a kind of way to see in the dark, mm. you know, if you can't use the main lights or anything else like that. So you need an analogue, non-digital equivalent. Because if this car is designed like this and it has a small back window that's harder to look out of you're not going to be able to just turn your head around and see it because you're at a disadvantage because the designers of the car figured everyone's going to want to use this yeah this will never break i figure periscopes are due a resurgence was just about to say periscope was waiting for a window it's just the well that's what they're doing too (laughs) uh it's just the most it's the most efficient and most like it's a very attractive way to look around corners now so you're saying the periscope would be entirely analog yeah. Just mm-hmm. mirrors and glass. Yep. Mm. Okay, so it would need to start at the driver's seat. Yep. Where are you planning to do the route of the periscope? I was thinking over the roof of the car mm. and then down so that it ends on the bonnet. Well, okay. Not on, on the boot, sorry. Because yeah. well, you know, if the, I think it's like more on kind of like bigger off-road vehicles. You kind of get like a heat vent that comes out of where the engine is. so mm. that uh, And that goes up near to where the driver's window is. 
That looks very cool. So I think if you've got a periscope that kind of goes up out of the top, like a... And a long. Yeah, out of the top and a long, that's going to also look very cool. Like oh, that. Yeah. It's like that old Windows 95 screensaver with the pipes. Oh, oh yeah. The pipes. The pipes, the pipes are calling. I, they are calling. Man, I'm sure there's a way you can just download that screensaver. Download pipes. Oh, man. God. If someone can find it and send it to us, that oh, would be... man. Mm, please. Oh, f- why did you bring that up? I'm going to be thinking about <laughs> pipes all the time now. Well, that we can kind of theme our periscope with that. Mm. Like, multicoloured. Multicoloured, always. And you can have a one... Al- always moving. You can have... <laughs> always wriggling. Always wriggling generating. Periscope. Uh, you can have like one going down the back, but yeah. you can also have like one either side to mm. check your check your sides. You can have like three or four separate ones, all different colors. Windows ninety five pipes. How are you going to be able to see through yeah, all these pipes? I mean, this is the problem because the, the per- periscope technology requires reflection, an eyeball. You, re- yeah. you need to be able to like. So if the eyepiece is near the driver's side, mm. it does still need to be like a definitive number of right angles. Yeah. I think it. I think if the if they're all the kind of in the roof of the car, you know, the driver's side, and mm. you're like, got to check my right hand side. So you pull the handle down mm. of the right hand side one, and the eye holes come up. So you just check in there. Okay. Like, right now, I've got to back up. So you go over to the back one, ah. pull it down, and then kind of put your face in that one. What about so you know you know when you go to the opticians, mm. you wear those special frames. Oh yeah, that every child is panicked that that's going to be their glasses. Yeah. What about that? And then the different lenses you slot in at different angles oh, and they'll connect you to different periscopes. That I'm So I love, I love your idea of pulling something down. Yeah. But you pull down the main glasses, like headset, yeah. and then you can flick between. Kind of like Cerebro from the X-Men. You know, sure. like a big thing comes down. It's got lots of little pipes going off in different directions. Yeah. Each one of which is a separate, uh, a separate periscope. That's the word yeah. we've been using <laughs> the last couple of minutes. Which I just completely forgot. Uh, so You wanted to say pipe. I'm just thinking about pipes. <laughs> can't stop thinking about those we can, pipes we can rebrand this as pipes pipe mm. dreams done pipe, pipe dreams. dreams tm yeah uh yeah i really like this idea like you can just be like oh honey uh we, we need to reverse the car just around the corner it's like okay number one or number two and number one you can go the full optician route yeah. great reversing will take a long time <laughs> yeah but you're gonna definitely see what's happening from every angle your oh, car yeah. is covered in pipes i guess you could put on all the um all the parking spaces you could put the letter test that gets smaller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you could see how close you are to the end of the parking space. Like, if you can read the bottom line of letters, then you're, you're probably, you're, you probably don't need to reverse any further back. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Perfect. The pyramid of letters. Done. It was aggressively underutilized in opticians, so we're giving it a new lease. Pipe Dreams TM. With a Z, I'm assuming. Of course it's with a Z. Okay, good. Now we can move on. Good. This one comes from Candice Tenney. That's Candice T3 on Twitter, who says, I cannot keep earbuds in my ear for the life of me. Anyone else? Everyone else. Everyone. I mean, I was saying this to you as I got in. The earbuds I've been using today are too big, so they're getting jammed in my ear. Mm. But if I have ones that are comfortable, they just slip out. Yeah, same. Especially when running. Mm. Running is atrocious for this. Yeah, it starts tugging on the wire. Yeah. I I got big old ear cases... But tiny little ear holes. So mm. you look at the outside ear and assume that that would be a big bud. Wrong. It's a tiny bud, and I can very rarely find tiny buds tiny enough to fit into my little little ear holes. So it, most of the time, it's the same issue you've got. Where you're jamming something in, it just the ear kind of like squeezes around it and pops it back out again. Mm. What I think we need is a complete redesign on how audio is transferred into your ears. Yeah, the the design is it, it's an archaic design. It's antiquated. Mm. Now hear me out here. You can send sound waves and vibrations via liquid, right? I believe so. Whales have been doing it for at least a year. Yeah. Precisely. Why don't we have some kind of amorphous gel 
that you can just put into your ear. What so like when you go like to silly get, putty. if you're getting like ear like earplugs molded specifically when they kind of like squeeze that cork into your ear. Yeah. Kind of like that. Mhm. But you don't have to take it out again. But yeah, it's you, just it's just there. And it's never going to solidify. It's that it's that squeezy. Okay. It's that squeezy paste goodness. And yeah. it's the kind of thing that if you want to get it out, you just have to get someone to get like a straw, put it up next <laughs> to it and just like and then it it's just there. This is physically disgusting. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> it is Skin crawling, yes, but at the same time... But what if we told you you could put glitter in it? Yeah, you can make it look however you want. It's going to fit every shape of ear, no matter what. Now, Mm. you said about transferring through liquid. I think it only transfers as far as the liquid keeps going, so that's just going to have to get deep in your ear and proper, like, swaddle those ear hairs. (laughs) Because if it it stops kind of an inch in, that's as far as the sound goes. That's true. Okay, so so maybe it's like an astronaut bubble helmet? How deep are our ear pipes? It's go. It's it goes all the way through to the brain. <laughs> it bypasses the need for your hearing. Here's yeah. here's what I think. So think of the brain, if you will, big blob, lots of little wrinkles into which this sound fluid could fill, and then it goes all the way through to the other side. Yeah, and then okay, we've got if we've got the liquid there, how do we get from say a phone to that? Bluetooth, right? Is it electric? I would. Oh, wait. Yeah. Where does it stop being liquid and start being <laughs> sound? Start being solid enough to put in a phone. Yeah. Or yeah. is it just liquid all the way? You know, with infrared on old phones, mm. you, we've talked about this before. You thought you could like pour the music out of your phone when you were like transferring <laughs> songs across. Yes. Maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> infrared is it. Maybe you get this big liquid thing. So let's say you've got the liquid injected into your ear. It mm. goes all the way through the head, past the brain, through to the other ear. You've got this now big resonant surface you've put inside your ears. Yeah. Then you've got to get the music in. Infrared hasn't been used for a while. What does infrared go into? What picks it up? Another, inf- like, Another infrared. It's infrared. Room. It's like two red panels, isn't it? Yeah. So get some red. Melt the red down. <laughs> pour the red in. <laughs> Reds in the Just make the gel red. Yeah. That's it. Okay, so the gel has to be red. You can put glitter in it, but it has to be predominantly red. That much is clear. Or if you want clear Mm. or blue or whatever, you have to use red glitter. Yeah. Now, here's the problem with the red. Red's going to look a lot like blood. A little bit. And blood is going to be coming out, I'm sure, at some point. (laughs) I'm not a brain guy, (laughs) but, but in my experience, brains don't like being jostled. (laughs) <laughs> famously so famously actually. brains are good at one thing not getting jostled so red is a good choice for that because it'll cover up any kind of bad mm. i feel like i've gotten stupider whilst talking about this <laughs> i've lost the ability I, we, we've all felt it too is it because the red has seeped into your brain well you've been pumping me full of red this whole time <laughs> like we didn't even finish working out the kinks and you already had the syringe there and then so I think we're about as far into this as we can go. But because yeah. it's red, I think we could maybe, maybe go for a, a collaboration with Beats. They love red. They love red. It's been, like, it's been a while. Their, their brand name really has kind of tanked recently. Mm. I think they could get back on this. What would be a suitably douchey name for this? Um, beats Juice. I could almost see that working, unfortunately. Juice is too liquidy. We need Beats Jelly. Beats mm. Jelly Beats. Jelly Beats. No, it, it needs Got to be new something... beats, you jelly. It needs to be something a bit more intangible than that. Beats is generally really stupid. Like, okay. like okay. their speaker system is called a pill. Here's what they do. Mm. They buy out fancy dessert company Goo. 
And then goo becomes not the little ramekin ceramic pot, nice little moose guy. Yeah. It becomes the stuff you inject into your ears to listen to music. So this is a three-way collaboration between us, mm. Beats, mm. and goo. goo. Big payday. So between every song, you just get an advert for a lemon posset. Mm. Yeah. Oh no! Every between every song, while an advert is just the sound that you can hear, like deep inside your skull <laughs> of someone eating. A the goo. thing is the goo logo because they have the um, the U with the umlaut, right, with yeah. the two dots. Mm. Not only does that look like a smiley face, which is always good, mm. it also looks a little bit like the goo going into your brain, oh. and then the two ears, the two the two dots of the ear holes. Yeah. So I'll have to like the the U will then get redesigned to look like a head. Yeah but without the top on it. And the two dots will be on the side, so it won't really look like a U anymore. No. But, but we'll it will look. look like our product. Our product. So it's First World Solutions presents... Goo. Beats Goo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be- no, First World Solutions presents Goo by Beats <laughs> by Dr. Dre. <laughs> goo, goo by Beats by Dr. Dre by First is World Solutions. Is it by Dr. Dre or is it just by Dre? It's Goo by Beats, Beats by, by Dre, Dre by us. Boots by... Yeah. No, not Boots. <laughs> boots by Geats. <laughs> But then beatboxing, people say boots and cats, and they're going to do that by accident when they try and talk about Goo by Beats by Dre by us. <laughs> so, wait, was it Goo by Beats by Dre by Fuss, right? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Fuss. That's a bad acronym to say. Fuss. Yeah. It doesn't have good mouthfeel. We should have put some vowels in there. Stupid. Okay, okay. Fouls. First of world solutions. <laughs> okay, here's, here's where we canonize how you say our acronym. Okay. Do we say FWS? Do we say Fuss? Do we say Fuss? What are you thinking? See, Fwiss? Or should we... we... Fwiss. Fwiss sounds like... I think it's got to be Fwiss. Fwiss sounds like a very campy sound effect. (laughs) Fwiss sounds like the sound effect of someone getting a point in a fencing match. That's what Fwiss sounds like. Fwiss sounds like a frisbee going just over your head at camp. Fwiss sounds like an angry posh guy in a cape saying, Good day, sir, and leaving. Fwiss. That was a really good one. You just did there, Tom. I loved it because there you. was a real punchiness to it that made me feel bad. So good. that's how I know it was good. That's how you got to say it now. Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay. So, so, back to. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. So goo by beats by Dre right. by Fwiss. <laughs> good. The invasive sound technology. We're going to move on now to our, our HMS, which is our Horsemelon Symposium, which is our segment where we come up with an idea on the fly. We each say a word and try and wrangle that into a concept that we can sell to you, the general public. Who are we pitching to? Ah, yeah, we were pitching to a subset. So I've, I've done... I did teens. Mm-hmm. Mm. We did young mothers. We did young mothers. So, Joel, it's your turn to pick, I believe. What about out-of-touch dads? I love it. The dads who want to know what the teens are doing with the flossing and the yeah. Fortnite and the whatever else, but they don't get it. They no. don't get it. But they, they have a genuine urge to understand. Like earnest, earnest out of touch dads. Fully earnest. Called they, earnest. Yeah. It's earnest. We're, we're, we're pitching dads, to earnest. Yeah. Out Ernie. of touch dads called earnest, who are earnest. <laughs> earnest dads, earnest dads. Yeah. And their kid is also called earnest. So they're earnest dad. Earnest. Earnest dad. Earnest, earnest. earnest dad called earnest. And he just wants to understand. Okay, cool. So that's who we're pitching to. <laughs> okay. Uh, so get all of the Ernest Dad related words out of your brain. Okay. And let's pick just random ones. I'm ready. You ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Keyboard. Convertible. Phone. <laughs> Convertible keyboard phone. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
All the kids these days seem to be really loving those DJs. Yes, the DJs that put on the Muzak mm, in the elevator. They have themselves a pump party. They like the drops. That's what I've heard. Mm, they like dropping things. Yeah. yeah. So, Some clumsy kids. So this phone must be quite resilient. So what this is, is actually a spongy music-making phone. Because obviously the kids aren't going to interact with anything that's not a phone. No. Well, that's what I've heard, is that all the, all the number ones of the last ten years have all been made on phones. That's yeah. what I heard. Mm. So I'm thinking this, as far as Ernest understands it, this phone is made out of the same material that covers his oak speakers. <laughs> that spongy stuff that stops kids poking, poking holes in it. Mm. Didn't stop me. <laughs> Never stop me. Oh, man, I poked so many goddamn holes in the speakers. Now that I've grown up, I, I remember our old pair of speakers before we got new ones, like... Way too long after we should have. Because the old ones were broken for like five years. They had so many holes in where I'd just crawl up and gone. <laughs> and now that I've grown up and I'm all into like speakers and that, it hurts. You did this. The memory hurts. You, you had a dark up. period. So I can just imagine my dad being like, that's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. It's just my speak. <laughs> <laughs> How hard could that be to fix? Apparently impossible. <sighs> I'll get new ones in 10 years. <laughs> Only eight more to go. Only eight more to go. So My bad. We have ourselves a spongy acoustic foam built phone mm. that has the capacity to create a number one hit. What are... Well, hang on. Where's the convertible element to this? Well, it's a keyboard, but it's also a phone. Okay, yeah. so does it have... So do you remember there was the, the, the trend of... People wanted to know what would surpass the flip phone mm. as the next big thing. And it was like the vertical slide phone... Mm. And that it, where you like had what looked like a little pill, and you slid up, and there was cute underneath and uh, phone on the top. Yeah. Then there was the horizontal slide phone that didn't catch on. Did that it? wasn't great. Then there was the double horizontal slide phone. Yeah, where half the keyboard was on each side. The, the, my, the Matrix phone. Yeah. My favorite one was uh, the Spin phone, which was precisely one model and was atrocious. Was that like a flip phone, but it just pivoted on an axis like yes. that? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> God damn! The early two thousands were bonkers. They were trying really hard to break mm. the mold. Everyone heard My Way by Limp Bizkit and decided they would do it their way. Yeah. And look what happened. So what we're saying is we take one of these... I mean, because Ernest is still probably going to think that this is very marketable to the cool kids. He's only just gotten rid of his razor. Yeah. I was thinking he would be remembering Transformers from his childhood. Oh, okay. So converting from killing robot to car. Mm. We we can transform between... Killer beats (laughs) to phone. Excellent. So a very outdated looking Motorola Razor-esque flip phone, mm, mm. like a clamshell, uh, that you can then, through stretching the weird fabric, can, oh, turn, yeah. can, t- can turn into a music making device. So what? Okay, so that's how the converting thing happens. What mm. do you need on this music making device? Well, what does Ernest think that you need to have in order to make a number one hit for today's kids? You need the software. Yep. All, this ki- all the kids have got yep. the software. I believe you need a drop. You need a drop function. One drop. Yeah. Um, which... So I guess this phone is... Maybe it's got string. However, that I remember wrist. that the kids really liked that WII, the games. Uh, and that was all motion control, the from Nintendo. what I remember. The Nintendo, yes. Yeah. The Nintendo. Uh, and you could, like, if you wanted to bowl, you would just bowl. And if yeah. you wanted to pick things up, you'd just pick it up. If you wanted to drop, you'd just, just drop. drop. Mm. I think He's... this is a motion-controlled music-making device, because that's what all the kids are into. Mm. Are we just inventing Wii Music? Because it sounds like we're just inventing Wii Music. <laughs> no, but but it's also a phone, Hardware kids. Wii Music. <laughs> <laughs> Wii Music was a, was a 
critically overlooked piece of um, <laughs> piece of music making software which by which we mean it was critical that you overlook it <laughs> imperatively overlooked yeah so i think utilizing that but being better than that so having the, the fact that there's a phone in it means it's better yeah more yeah. things equals better that's mm. that's that much has been proven historically the scientific fact scientific fact so this is a little uh little motorola razor with the stretchy phone on the outside it goes from phone to music making device which you drop on the floor to get a drop what are the other parts in a uh, in a in a in a popular song i mean you got to put your hands up in a got, got to put your hands up got to put your hands up so obviously that's uh, in a section you want people to put their hands up you put your hands up yeah but that, up i mean that's the same tech as the drop it's a gyroscope it does all it does all that it's it's the same those those tech guys yep. they know They're, their stuff they are wizards they are and wizards. Uh, it's got a little microphone built into it so that you can um, you can impart your you know dj dad uh, ad libs yeah yeah you hey, little count, Ernest. You can count down. Hey, little Ernie. Count from three to one. Yep. You can say go. Yep. Um, what else do they say in those songs? In those big songs. Everybody get up. That's what you do before you put the hands up. Um, yep. Oh, uh, the, uh, Gangnam style. I think it's Gagnum style. I th- yeah, no, Gagnum, you're right. Yeah. It's Gagnum. Gagnum style. Dagnum style. Dagnum style. Number one place we all know the, the location <laughs> of. Dagnum style. Um, and then you party rock and... Um, then there's a guitar solo. He knows there's guitar solos in music. So you have to get you have you have to obviously mime the guitar solo out. Yeah, yeah. The you, motion device. Yeah. Um. If you do, if you mime the guitar solo out like that, uh, Pete Townsend from the Who, kids still like him. Mm. So you, do you need two to do a solo? Because you've obviously got the the fretboard stuff and the the jamming stuff. Oh no, it's all air guitar, man. It's, it's all, all air guitar. All, but, but where are you holding your phone? Uh, uh, plectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's the jamming, and then the notes are just whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The kids don't care about the, the notes. The kids don't care about the notes. It's all about the feeling. Yeah. That's what he's noticed by accompanying Little Ernie to his concerts. Mm. And all, all the kids really want to do it. They just want to show. Yeah. Does it come with one of those little, um, like, as a ex- extra kind of peripheral? You know, those little like disco ball things that uh, mobile DJs have at wedding receptions. Mm. Like a really small disco ball that just kind of spins around lazily and very weakly projects some lights out. You, that that can be a Christmas present. Once he gets into this, you yeah. can start buying him the attachments. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, it comes with so many attachments that yeah. you can buy. It's great. Look, Ernie, you look at all this stuff you can do. Thanks. You could make yeah. whatever whatever tracks you want. Just add on the nineteen. I'm 19. I'm actually already a producer. Yeah. No, Ernie, check this yeah. out. It's a phone. <laughs> I know you're into your DJs. I, I am a professional DJ, Dad. I'm 26. Yeah, I'm, I'm more into the microtonal stuff. <laughs> listen, listen here, Ernie Skrillex the first. <laughs> <laughs> you'll pick up this phone and drop it and you'll like it. Wow. So the the convertible keyboard phone. Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah, that, I, I feel like an out-of-touch dad would buy that for 100%. their child. A hundred percent. If you see that in Tesco for twenty four ninety nine, mm. who's the who's the spokesperson for it? It's very important. Who's who's doing the TV adverts? Um, it can't be anyone too actually down with the kids. Well, no, this is the thing. It's got to be somebody that in the late 90s, early 2000s, mm. was Ernest was, only thought it was cool. And it has to be a music guy. Kid Rock. Sasha Baron Cohen. Kid Rock. Kid, I think Kid Rock was a kid. In that kind of time period, I think you'd be amazed at how old, been a kid. I, I think you'd be amazed at how old Kid Rock is. <laughs> I probably would. You're right. Okay, fine. Kid Rock, but teaming up with Busted. That's got to be it. It's got to be Busted because they've they because actually one of the members of Busted actually has quite a lot of credibility now. Oh boy, do I have a treat for you? And this is over. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you will eat those words. <laughs> what What were the big DJs in the nineties? Uh, Tiesto. Tiesto. Um, he was always there. I'll tell you what, the Venga Boys. 
The oh, Venga Boys. The Venga Boys. Oh, how did we forget? Right. They're going to Ibiza. Screw Kid Rock. He can't hang with the Venga Boys. <laughs> Ibiza is the home of DJs. That's where it comes from. Or Fat Boy Slim. He's a Ooh. real. He's Ooh. a real dad friendly DJ. That's, that no kid knows who the fuck he is. That's true. No, nobody under the age of eighteen in any at any time period likes Fat Boy Slim. Yeah. Um, that might be it. It fat, might be Fatboy Slim. And I think, to be perfectly honest, he could probably do with the work. <laughs> the last job I remember him doing was a DJ set at the opening of the Olympics, which was a one. It was one song. I don't know why he had Dex. He just played that one Fatboy Slim song. You yeah, know, everyone knows that everybody knows, but they don't know it's Fatboy Slim because and they don't know most of the words either. No, he just kind of the the, the funk is on my brother. Funks, the funk is on my brother. No. Guys, Check it out, though. Please, <laughs> look at this. The funk's on my brother. Why is no one looking to help? Please, the funk Do you have is... some sort of topical cream? He's right so there. the advert is Fatboy Slim. Uh, he's, and his brother. He's, and his brother. And he's on the phone, and he's like, what? What the fuck? The funk's on my brother? This gives me an idea. And he then stretches his phone out to the keyboard, and immediately... <laughs> Yells that into his phone and drops it on the floor, and the full track starts playing. Yeah, that's not the right song. That's I thought love was only. That's what the fuck. I rewatched the Shrek dance karaoke party last night. Rewatched doesn't hold. I've not watched. You will have watched. It was at the end of Shrek One, and they all sing their songs. It's a classic. Cameron Diaz more auto tune than I remember. She's not a singer. What a what a sham. <laughs> my life my life is a lie now. Christ. There we go. The convertible keyboard phone. Keyboard phone. As presented by Fatboy Slim. Perfection. It's lovely. Um, and you can buy it in the shops for Tom's perfect price of $24.99, which is just outside of absolutely obviously crap, but way under anything good. Yeah. Great Christmas present territory. Great. Proper stocking fan of that. Yeah. You'll get three. One from your dad, and then because he told his, his parents about it, you'll get one each from grandparents. Yeah. Um, so enjoy. And you better use it, because he, he loves you. And he'll and check he in. Is, he is trying, and he is earnest, and he is earnest. <laughs> <laughs> you are earnest. So are we better earnest? be earnest. We are all earnest. In some ways, earnest is all of us. I think that is that is enough. <laughs> That's plenty. That's plenty for now. Um we're going to close out the show here. We have been First World Solutions, or FWIS, canonised term, apparently. Please let us know if you've got a better way of saying that. We will retract it. Um, it does not take much. It does not take much. The we, bar we, is real low <laughs> for you guys. We will turn on a pin. Thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. If you like what you heard this week, that's awesome. Let your friends know about it. Share it around. Send them a link. We got iTunes. We got SoundCloud. We got Spotify. All the best kids are on Spotify. Even Ernest's dad has heard of Spotify. So, you know, it's good. Um, send them a link. Let them know what we're about. Get to it. If you have any of your own issues, questions, problems or prompts you'd like to share with us that you think we'd be well suited to fixing up, you can get in touch with us through all the regular avenues. You can find us on Facebook at First World Solutions. We're on Twitter at FWScast or you can email us directly at FWScast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We do check all of those for the show every week to see if there's anyone we can help out. So uh, if there's something in your life that's not been going right... We can definitely take a look at that. Wherever you are listening to us, please do leave us a comment, a rating or a review. Not only does it really help us out, we actually just really love hearing what you guys think. So if you're on iTunes, drop us a comment. If you're on SoundCloud, just click the waveform wherever we made you laugh or wherever we 
disgusted you to the point where you turned off forever and just tell us why why what did we do we're sorry come back we're sorry been really enjoying seeing the uh, the follow account on spotify going up as well like over the last couple of weeks nice. it's, it's 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 good if if all of you who follow us on soundcloud could just ignore that <laughs> get rid of that go over to spotify double down on that yeah don't ignore just double down just, just double, double down. down double dip you, you get twice as much it sounds different both times listen to both episodes very similar but different yeah we've we've done a whole like um jewel release i got nothing we've done something we did something you'll have to listen to every episode (laughs) to find out there's something there but in the meantime thanks once again for listening i've been joel i've been oscar i've been tom no problems no problem no problem